Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 107 of Connectivity. I'm Scott Thompson. We have two segments for you on this week's show. Uh, kicking things off, myself, Becky, and Kim talk about Disney Infinity and some good ideas as well as bad ideas for Disney franchises to be included in the game. After that, myself, Josh, Zach, and Kim talk all about Pokemon X and Y and how much we love those games. Enjoy. and welcome to this segment of Connectivity. I'm Scott Thompson. Uh, today I'm joined by Kim. Hey. And Becky. Hey there. Hello. And uh, we're going to be talking about a recurring feature they're doing for Nintendo Little Report uh, called Disney Infinity Good Idea, Bad Idea. Uh, the feature sort of centers around the idea of picking future franchises that could be included in Disney Infinity and talking about whether they'd be a good idea or a bad idea. Um Kim and Becky, why don't you guys talk a little bit about where this where this idea came from? Why, why did you guys decide to start doing this feature? Um, well, I know for me, I played it at E E3, and I was being walked through a lot of the aspects of it with the developers. And when I was looking through the power discs, I noticed that they had um, a ride vehicle from the Buzz Lightyear ride, and I was really surprised because I didn't realize, you know, it could extend to the theme parks even and they're like oh yeah no anything that disney owns is like fair game for this and it was like (laughs) that really opens up some possibilities sure well especially because right now it seems and you guys kind of joke about as much in in the feature but that it's pretty much like pixar infinity i mean nearly everything is from a pixar film yeah uh, to this point it's probably the easiest to adapt (laughs) yeah i mean like one of the trends we've really noticed obviously is pixar but also the disney 3d animated films are also yeah. the ones that they're primarily drawing from, and that's probably because they're the easiest to make 3D models for already. Um, and then obviously even the Pirates of the Caribbean, because they're live-action films, they're still 3D. <laughs> so right, it's not it's not these 2D drawings, yeah. Yeah. Because so. um, right, uh, is there? Can you even get like Mickey Mouse or anything at this point? Like, there's no Mickey Mouse action I figure, is there? Or, think I think there's actually Sorcerer figures, Mickey but... right yeah, now. Yeah, Sorcerer Mickey. Oh, is there Sorcerer Mickey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but then again, he already had a 3D game with him in it. Um, yeah. Because I feel yeah. like it also probably for a safety reason, it's easier for them to pick the ones that have already been 3D eyes. Because I know there was yeah. that whole issue with um, uh, with Brave with uh Merida, where when they were changing her animation to fit the other Disney princesses, like, people, like, lost it because they it changed freaked. her. Yeah, because they changed her in a really, like, uh, a way and it was, like, kind of a poor taste to what the movie's message was. So yeah. I feel like for that reason, like, Disney is also very cautious about how they're changing these characters when they change them for their original animated state. Yeah, because it, cause it could reflect poorly on the original character design and obviously, like, the Merida example you used, the whole message to the original movie. So yeah. Are, do, you, do you both actively play Disney Infinity? Yeah. Um, well, unfortunately, I don't own a Wii U right now, but I've played it a couple times oh, okay. with a friend, so... <laughs> yeah. But, but can, can, can you own it? Uh, it's kind of the same thing. I don't have a Wii U right now, but um, I, my uh, my boyfriend does, so he has it, so I am I play it when I'm over there. You play over there. We okay, have, cool. We have resources. But, so... <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay, so you're both familiar enough with the game, mm-hmm. so... Um, okay, well, that that works for this feature, then. It makes sense if you guys have played it yeah. before you're, like, picking what no, should and shouldn't be in we're it. We're just jumping in. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty bad if we're like, yeah, this thing totally makes sense, and it's like, you don't you don't know what that is, do you? <laughs> so, for this feature, what kind of, before we talk specifically about the, 
what you have picked to that would be good and not good to be included in the uh in the series here what kind of like criteria do you do you set up before before even making your choices um i mean what to you makes a, a particular franchise you know good or ill-equipped to be included in disney infinity well we're definitely trying not to be um like biased about the choices like obviously if there's something that i totally you know like i hate this movie i i don't want to think of like do I, am I just not wanting this in there? Cause I personally hate the movie. Like I do, there are some movies that are bad that I don't like, but you can totally see the potential for. So we definitely try to like figure out first if we're, if we're being fair. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And we also like try and pull from everything just simply because like Kim was saying with the example of the park ride in there, you know, because everything is free game, we're like, okay, don't just look at the movies. Don't just look at the series, but look at everything. Right, and I really think you guys have accomplished that so far with the uh, with the feature. Like I, I was reading through it today, uh, getting familiar with it again. I mean, you kind of pick from all over the board. Especially, I, I love the one that will go up the time this uh, this reviews up. The bad idea, this most recent one, is <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, it's definitely reaching um, a little bit into to the Disney canon there. But um, well, let's go through and talk about some of the good and bad picks thus far. Um, in the very first. Um, I guess, post for this feature, uh, a good idea, which I actually really agree with, is Roger Rabbit. And um, Becky, you wrote this one. Do you want to talk a little bit about why you think Roger Rabbit would make a, a great inclusion? Yeah, well, I think it was partially because, like, I mean, I think we have to consider the toy box one of the things most strongly to look at whenever we're making our choices, because that's such a big feature to the game. Um, talk, and, and talk a little bit about that. Like, what is the toy box specifically? Well, I mean, it's basically like an entire realm within the game where you can pull in any any feature from any different playset and mix them all together and basically do whatever you want with them. I mean, like, I know mm-hmm. one of my favorites that is an image that keeps popping up all over the internet is that somebody made that classic, like, American farmer family picture with Jesse and Buzz. <laughs> and oh, just, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite things about the game is the, <laughs> the versatility of what you can do with the characters in the toy box. And that's one of the things that we have to consider really strongly is that these characters have to be able to go into that world and do whatever they want. Cause if they can't, then well, they're really not equipped to be in the game. So with Roger Rabbit, it's really like, because he's a character that's already not really tied down at all in his own world, he just seemed to fit so well, (laughs) you know, all of the, like I said, the cartoon coming into the real world in his film is pretty much a very, very similar concept to, bringing a character that doesn't belong into another universe like the toy ox does. Right. Absolutely. Um, and he's, he's just such like a slapstick character oh, that yeah. you can imagine him kind of just messing around with all the different items and just being you know, like a goofy character who would fit in this. Oh yeah. And I, don't, um, I, I mean, another thing is I don't think anything's out of his realm is yeah. Like, I mean, like you were saying any item <laughs> really yeah, works. Absolutely. Um, and then in that same post, uh, Kim, your uh, bad idea is Winnie the Pooh. And I, I think, you, and you make this point, but it kind of touches what we were just talking about, that you can't imagine Winnie the Pooh doing a lot of these sort of zany, chaotic things. <laughs> yeah, especially not giving him a, a blaster gun or anything. Or a car, right. like we did yeah. in the picture. <laughs> right, like his little figure would be adorable um, and everything. But yeah, it's hard to imagine him sort of interacting in this type of world. And I wonder if that's kind of an issue that they're going to have, you know, going forward making these choices. You know, are there certain series that just do not fit? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, because they have to definitely maintain the integrity of the character. So, you know, I mean, because the power discs, I think everyone has to be able to like, use them. You know, if there's a character that doesn't fit one of the myriad of objects that are available, then they just can't be in the toy box, and then they can't be in the game. Right. And, you know, that, that could be, too, why you see these Pixar films get mined so heavily in the beginning, is that not only are they 3D, so it's maybe easier to animate right out of the gate, but most Pixar films tend to be a little bit more, like, action-oriented. Yeah. Um, so it's not such a stretch to imagine those characters, um, you know, playing around with things and, and causing some chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe save for like the old man from Up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He'll he'll smack people up above the head. <laughs> I said Carl. Carl's pretty. He's got quite a bit of spirit left in him for you know, <laughs> like eighty year old men. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um. So, and then in the next weeks, um, we had uh, let's see, Kim. This time you wrote the the good idea, and that was Tinkerbell and her fairy crew. <laughs> um, She's got a crew. Let's talk a little bit about how they how they you see them working in Disney. Tinkerbell and her posse. Um. <laughs> Which I I didn't know there was a posse. Like I knew there'd been Tinker Tinkerbell films, um, like her own little offshoot thing. But you have this image here, and I there's like six of them, and I had no idea. <laughs> there's even more now too, because like she has. Are there? Yeah, there's like a there's a guy one that appears a bunch, and then there's now yeah. she has a twin. That's a yeah her person. her sister. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And obviously, I sound pretty knowledgeable because, yes, I've seen them all. (laughs) (laughs) That's another criteria for this is we're Disney freaks. We've watched all of this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, thank you, Netflix, because I don't have to pay to see these things. But um, uh, (laughs) I definitely uh, I there was one week where I just kind of I think someone even said this in the comments that so many of the comments binge watched them. And I kind of did the same thing where it was like, well, they're kind of online. I guess I'll check them out. They weren't as bad as you think they were, so it wasn't terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, not not to, not to call him or her out, but yeah, Metal Mario 2, yeah, admitted to binge-watching all the Tinkerbell movies <laughs> on Netflix. Um, so. It's, uh, they, they actually are, I will admit, they were a lot better than I thought they would be. They're obviously not the perfect movie in the world, but, uh, they, they were fair with it. Um, but yeah, no, that's the thing is, there's... I guess it started out as a book series that somebody made, and then it turned into the movies. And then, of course, you know, once you have a bunch of characters that little girls can pick by, of course, you want to create a franchise out of it. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I think it's interesting because they all have very, I mean, you know, as as you do, they all have very different personalities, and um, and they're extremely active, and and the movies all actually contain um, action, like they're pretty actiony. Uh, surprisingly. So, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, think, oh, Disney fairies are so, like, girly and lame. It's like little Tinkerbell and running around little skirts. And it's like, no, you know, they, they go, uh, they they delve into it a little bit more in the movies. But also just, even if that's all they were, like, these are, these are fairies. They got magic powers that can really, <laughs> <laughs> how does nobody realize that they can really, like, uh, I mean, uh, they could screw stuff up. They <laughs> yeah, really there we could. go. They could screw stuff up um, pretty badly. Um, and they do. I mean, it's straight up in, okay, first off, the, uh, the original, you know, Peter Pan movie from, like, what? 40s or 50s. Tink tried to kill Wendy. Yeah, like, okay. she tries to <laughs> kill true. Wendy. Not only does she try to get Wendy dropped from the sky, she has other people shoot at Wendy. Like, that's pretty messed up. Um, <laughs> So, you know, when you really, like, put the bias aside and really think about the characters, like, that that's actually what made me think of the fairies. So I was like, what character does nobody want to see in there? 
but <laughs> that I'm going to prove them wrong. <laughs> Plus, like, any you wrote as much in your post, but I, I think it is a, a good way to kind of draw in maybe more female players. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, I don't think it's a bad inclusion. No, you gotta, I mean, that's the whole thing, is it's supposed to be such an open world where anything's possible, which means it should anything should be possible for anybody who wants to play, so there should be something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then in that same post, Becky, for your bad idea, you wrote Ratatouille. Um, why, why, why did you think the little, uh, the little mouse would be such a bad inclusion? He is a rat. <laughs> or a rat. I'm so, well, yeah, a rat, rat, naturally. Yeah. It's in the name, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I started off with the idea that, like, because somebody said that the Pixar characters were always included, that that was the primary bulk of the characters for Disney Infinity, I was like, well, what? Pixar characters wouldn't work and then it was sort of just kind of like I was stuck between a couple of ideas but I picked Ratatouille partially just because like I mean in Disney Infinity they do kind of keep the size ratios of the characters sort of similar you know to what the animation is like Lightning McQueen is obviously bigger than most of the other Pixar characters because he's a car so you're just kind of like well what's going to happen when they animate a rat and he stands as tall as maybe somebody's boot and that's if he's a really big, terrifying rat. <laughs> Which did you guys, I mean, are you, do you two Photoshop these pictures that you included these articles? Oh, uh, Kim yeah. does. I'm not a Photoshop do, Yeah, <laughs> these are great. Which, yeah, if you haven't read the feature, take a look at Nintendo World of Horror. They're, they're really great. The, the one with Roger Rabbit really does look like, I mean, it could be a real image. And then I do love this one, a little Ratatouille, yeah, holding, like, some sort of, like, blaster gun. And, he, yeah, he's, like, up to Captain Jack's chin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing was, is, like, again, considering the toy box, it was, like, his, like I said in the feature, his world actually sounds like it could be something that would be really interesting and fun. But then when you start putting him in the toy box and you have to figure out how to make that character be able to use weapons and, like walk and run while doing these things you know he's a character who exists primarily on four legs you know aside from the one scene in the movie where people were supposed to laugh that you know he was walking around on two legs and scared the crap out of bicyclists but you know when he's sitting imagine something that size trying to swing a frying pan no (laughs) it's (laughs) not gonna happen (laughs) plus i think it was ratatouille probably the least successful Pixar film? I think so, actually. Was I mean, it? I, I, mean, in ter- in I don't terms know of the numbers, grossed. but I mean, I don't think it was as popular as the rest, honestly. Oh, no, I, it was I one of my favorites. So. <laughs> I might not yeah, I enjoyed like it. it I, like it. <laughs> I mean, I went and saw the yeah. theaters. Yeah, I know critically it wasn't. I think Cars 2 has like the worst reviews of any Pixar film, but it was still a huge success. Yeah. Um, it was but Cars. yeah, I think Ratatouille like, commercially didn't do quite as well as the others. Um, so that was probably also another reason. Um, so the post that will be up the time this uh, this episode goes up uh, has two interesting choices. You guys are really like digging deep for this one. Um, <laughs> Becky, you wrote for a good idea. You wrote Meet the Robinsons, I which love is it. a movie I like barely remember. <laughs> like I know it came out sometime in I guess what the past five six years something. Oh, gosh. But I, I really don't. the whole like again. early two thousands just blur together for me. So I yeah. don't really know when it came out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like I know it's a thing. And I probably saw it, but I, I really don't remember it. So maybe, like, ooh, so what is this movie? <laughs> well, I mean, it basically follows um, this character, Lewis, who is an orphan, um, and he's an inventor. And basically, through his entire childhood so far, he's pretty much terrified everybody who's tried to adopt him by coming up with these wacky inventions that never quite work. And, well, one day, he ends up just, everything totally goes weird, and he meets this kid 
who he's never met before in his life and basically directs him to a time machine and says, okay, we are going on an adventure, <laughs> essentially. Okay. Um, and he ends up going to the future with this kid, Will Robinson, and meeting Will's family and blah, 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 blah. All meanwhile being hunted down by this weird guy in a bowler hat. Um, okay, you know, I do remember this movie. I think I actually saw this movie in theaters. It's becoming very familiar where he goes to the future and sees the kid's family yeah. and everything. Yeah. And they're crazy and wacky. And honestly, it's it's a really good film. It didn't actually get that much, you know, critical praise either. You know, just consistent with my last week's one. Becky, <laughs> <But, laughs> digging like, out the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> right. But... The thing with this one, like I said in my article, is just that the world is so crazy and so wacky with all of these really bizarre characters that there's so many possibilities to choose from. Like, mm-hmm. and everything works because of the fact that it's, you know, this kid who invents things. He really can use anything. He can do anything with anything. And there's all these people yeah. from the future. So, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of just right. Like, it's like a perfect combination of just stuff you could creatively do things with and with no limits. Yeah, exactly. No limits is really the big thing with that one, why it fits so well. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps that the whole family, like, the patriarch is an inventor, and they have weird inventions. Like, I think there was a peanut butter and jelly gun. Yeah, the peanut butter and jelly gun. Um, The meatball gun. The meatball gun was one of my favorites. got a lot of guns. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which would work, yeah. Yeah. Um. And then the bad idea for this work, uh, or this week, I should say, uh, it came, uh, Cap- Captain EO, the, uh, the ride <laughs> yeah. from Disney, like, it, is it in Disneyland and Disney World? Yes, I know it it's is. in Disneyland. It's in, it's in Disney it's in World. Both. It's also in Paris, and I think it's in Hong Kong oh. as well, so. Oh, wow. I, I don't know very much about this, except for the fact that I know Michael Jackson is featured in it, and I oh, think it was supposed yeah. to, a lot of money was spent on this, right? I mean, well, you, you say as much that George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola, like, worked on it, mm-hmm. and they brought it back when Michael Jackson died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still there, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it got remastered for the whole being brought back, and they changed the effects and everything like that, because it's... Obviously, the theater's been renovated since then. But, yeah, it's uh, it's this weird aspect. That's one thing. Is during my research, I could not for the life of me figure out why they initially landed on Michael Jackson for the lead. Like, all I can find when I was looking this up is just, it says, Disney Imagineering came up with a story. And the others were like, yeah, let's do that story. No point were they like, why were they like, yeah, let's make Michael Jackson a space captain. Well, what was it, 1986? I mean, I guess just because he was at the height of his popularity. I mean, I thought, I I guess. I I don't know. Or he just might have looked really good in that outfit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like everything else. I mean, because, I mean, I live in L.A., so I go to Disneyland a lot. And... When, and they do have other 4, 4D movies, you can see, and all of them always have to do with a specific franchise, like The Muppets or Honey, mm-hmm. I Shrunk the Kids. So it's really weird that just out of the blue, they were like, let's make something totally different and brand new and not reference anything we've done before. Right. And just spend, throw money at it. <laughs> throw money and, at it and hope it works. And it was actually, um, and they said it was, if it's not the, it was one of the first 4D movies. And it was by a complete mistake. Like, they had filmed it. And they were like, hey, let's let's mess with the with the whole theater, too, after they filmed it. So, I mean, everything just seemed to randomly fall into place in weird ways for this film to exist. <laughs> and then come back <laughs> later. Well, here, and you have this crazy fact in here that when the, when the film came out, it was the most expensive film made uh, for its length, averaging $2 million per minute. Um, and how, how long is it? I mean, what, 20 minutes probably? It's 17 so- minutes. 
Yeah, that's that's a lot of money on a little seventeen, <laughs> oh, a yeah. little seventeen minute, uh, into like four D movie. I know, and it's, um, I just and that's the thing is like you know I mentioned I mean like I get them bringing it back as the whole tribute thing, but like why is it still in Disneyland or anywhere? Like it's right next <laughs> to Space Mountain, so every I time I go. I'm running the Space Mountain, trying to get a fast pass, and the entire time you hear this, like, because they have the, the like, they have a, a montage from the making of documentary playing mm. on a video when you wait to go in to see the film. So when you're, like, going to Space Mountain, all you can hear is this, like, funky 80s music like, <laughs> with <laughs> synthetic, like, tunes and stuff go off and, like, hear these dancers go, like, ha! Huh. And you're just like, what's going on down there? Like, why? <laughs> just why? I was actually, I was just in California last week, two weeks ago now, I think, and went to Disneyland and I saw this <laughs> right next to Space Mountain, like you're saying. Yeah. And it was pretty surreal. I knew about it beforehand, but seeing it there and like you had to write in your post, there, there definitely wasn't a line. Um, I probably <laughs> could have gotten go it pretty in. quick, but I did not go in. No. Why not? <laughs> I did not did not look like a good use of my 17 minutes. Yeah. I, I thought it'd be better to stand in the line for something else for 17 minutes. I always have to go in whenever I have someone visiting, like when Becky came to visit. Because um, everyone's always Yay. like, what is that? Let's just go in there. And I'm like, fine. I will see it. <laughs> if it's really hot, it's probably not a bad way to, you know, cool off for 17 minutes. You would but. think. I mean, honestly, I mentioned this like briefly. But I'd rather stand so in line people for do get People do get motion sickness in this show like what? people have Seriously? like left and thrown up like i mean i haven't but i've seen people like run off and run to a trash can like because it's not even the film it's just the fact that they have your chairs bouncing up and down constantly right. and you're like right it's not even i mean at first it's you know with his spaceship and stuff but then once the music starts apparently they just got lazy and decided yeah let's just leave it on there's <laughs> <laughs> no point for it to stop <laughs> go for it that's that that's that fourth dimension <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's like i'm there um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just you know i mean going back to the game it's just like i mean i was trying to be fair i was trying to be like okay i will watch this movie again i did it's on youtube you can look it up and i just you know was trying to feel like okay is there anything that actually works for this game and it's like Oh my god, no. Like, I, each, <laughs> each one of these characters suck. I think I actually liked the villain the best, so it's really sad for me when she gets defeated. Um, so that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and there's like, I mean, I guess because it's a 17-minute movie, there's really no exposition. They don't really say, like, why they are invading this place. I guess they just decide they know better, and they're going to overthrow this lady. Um, that's always or, like, worked. Why they have magic music, or why he like, they don't even say what kind of federation or, you know, whatever it is that he's a part of. It's just, he doesn't want to get kicked off the core. And because they <laughs> screwed up their last mission. And, and damn it, Hooter, stop eating the map. Um, like, oh my gosh. They, it's just, and just the actual um, aesthetic of the whole film. It's really, really weird. Um, it's very dark and gritty looking. And... Even when they start being happy and, like, have, you know, the dancers are supposed to be colorful, they're still very dark tones of those colors. And I don't know. I'm just, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably, it's probably a good idea for a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would agree with you. Um, so that's all there is so far. Um, you guys have any, any in the kind of back burner, any you're thinking for future features? Uh, we do you not, do not want to tip your hat? Yeah, we yeah. won't reveal it. We definitely, we know... Uh, we know a couple that we're going to be doing, um, and definitely yeah. people, we like, uh, the comments people are saying with, uh, when they suggest some of them, cause, uh, 
Those are good ideas. We'll look into. <laughs> yeah, really so keep. Yeah, suggestions. I was going to say, uh, you listening out there, if you haven't, um, you can find the feature at Nintendo World Report. Just go to the feature section, and it's near the bottom of the first page. Uh, it was posted on October 9th. Um, the feature's called Disney Infinity, Good Idea, Bad Idea. So be sure to go there and, and post in the comment thread with some of your own ideas, or uh, you can also post it on the talkback thread for this episode. Um, and, and yeah, give some suggestions about uh, good ideas and bad ideas for Disney Infinity. Um, well, that will pretty much do it. So, Kim, Becky, thank you guys for being here. <laughs> no problem. <Yep>. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, we will talk to you guys later. Scott Thompson, uh, and today I'm going to be talking to Pokemon. Uh, I am joined by Zach Miller. Pika! What, what was that exactly, Zach? It's a Pikachu. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. That's the, a the new Pika. sound. Okay. I like that they added that. I do too. Even, like, they had the anime sound effects. Uh, Kim. Hey. Hey. And Josh. <laughs> oh, I'm left out. <laughs> which, which sound effect was that? That could be anyone from Generation <laughs> 1, let's be honest. <laughs> Kim, do you want to retroactively do a sound effect? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no one makes that sound. There is no apathetic, confused Pokemon. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking Pokemon X and Y. Uh, we did a, a segment or two or three or four kind of leading up to the release of the game, but it's out now. Pretty much everyone on the planet is playing it. So 4 million copies worldwide in two days, which is pretty impressive. And um, Suck on that, of Call us, of Duty. <laughs> um, all of us here are pretty in love with it. Um, as it a, should I as put a, it away right now? I'm still playing it. Yeah, you should put it okay, away. Okay, okay. Um, keep it nearby, though, in case you want to like talk about your party makeup or something. I don't know if we'll get that in depth. But oh, God, that's going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, as a little poll real quick. Uh, did you get X or Y? Um, I have X. Zach, what did you get? I got X because my brother already got Y. Kim, what did you get? I got X and I bought my sister Y. Oh, Josh, what did you get? Uh, I got X. Yeah. And Ooh. my friend got me Y. <laughs> Are you oh. both? Yeah. Way to have it all. You're one of those guys, okay. Well, it's the first time. It's the first time. Look, to be fair, I did that with uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green. I bought them both so I could trade the starters yeah, yeah like that's well i i think i mean like i don't even know if i'm ever gonna play live but like you know it's there and i'm probably like you know i'll play them both well you know the the need for like owning both copies to trade with yourself is almost completely gone at this point yeah and it's because like, of how great like the the wi-fi integration is yeah right 
it's insane. It's fascinating. I mean, like with Wonder Trade and then just just trades in general and battles. I mean, it's amazing having this built so seamlessly into the game. Like, I mean, I remember with Red and Blue, you know, like having to every week I'd go to my cousin's house and we'd pull out the link cable and hook it up and we'd have to go to the Poké Center and then you know we were <laughs> waiting for it to save and link up and it's this long like process and by the way the it, no longer, it no longer takes five minutes to save your game yeah right oh my god it's, it's like instant. 20 seconds Boom. sometimes it sometimes it saves and i'm like did it not save that i hit no on it because of how fast it is like yeah. i can't believe it especially if you have the sound off and you don't look at it for a second you're like wait wait what <laughs> right exactly so I'll, I'll find myself double saving my paranoia gets into like full gear and i'm like okay gotta save once maybe didn't save twice Right, three times the charm, and it's, yeah. I'm actually still saving for 20 minutes because I'm not sure it's actually safe. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, but I do love the um, yeah, just how integrated everything is online. Um, do you guys find that you make a lot of use of that at this point? I mean, I don't know how far. You know, Josh is obviously, I think, probably further than the rest of us. Maybe oh, not. Screw I you! Know. I might be farther than all y'all. Well, okay, let, let's get that out of the way first. Um, Zach, how many badges do you have at this point? I don't know. I just know where I am in the game. Okay, well that's not gonna help because you're you're obviously. For, how many hours do you maybe think you put four? In at this oh point? God, hours! I've probably put in <laughs> thirty-five to forty hours already. Yeah, and you say you have like maybe four badges. Yeah, four badges. I'm I'm at the power plant you know, outside of uh, Lumio City, I guess. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're, you think you're a little bit further than me. You kind of crank oh, wow. back around to to Lumio City at some point. Uh what about you, Kim? Um. Well, I've been. Uh, going to work and stuff, so slower than you guys. <laughs> I'm not a big loser. Bathroom like breaks, Kim. Bathroom <laughs> breaks. Oh, <laughs> uh, trust Boom. me, I, I go for a ball. Um, uh, I got two badges, and I've just been trying to make sure I get every single Pokemon that I pass and stay in the area until I get everything. Me yeah, too. I've been doing that. I've been doing that well, hardcore. Same. Well, um, sorry, I'm just slower. <laughs> <laughs> and then Josh, you you said you're just a little bit maybe before Zach. Um, yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Reflection Cave. Uh, up until you told me to turn it off, so that's... <laughs> if you didn't, he'd be just gone. Just way past there. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean, if I, I was I, playing, I could probably finish it, but you know. Lots yeah. of psychics in that cave. I know, right? I think I'm pretty much, like, done with the cave, though. Like, I'm not... I don't think I have too much more to go through, but I've been playing for about, like, 15 hours. Uh, work has also gotten in the way for me. But yeah. yeah, it's most, in all honesty, probably like a solid hour of it is just me going through my boxes and not really knowing who I want on my team. I, yeah, I, I wrote I, a blog pep post about this actually. I've been making a secondary team. That's what's taking up a lot of my time. <laughs> I mean, it's hard, especially when you've got so many new Pokemon and stuff. And I mean, not even that, but just the inclusion of so many classics. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to, to pick and choose. Um, for myself, I'm probably, I think I'm six hours in now, and I'm, I've only beaten one, one gym. Um, I'm taking the real slow burn. Like, like Kim, like every time I enter a new, a new field, like I, I have to catch everything, um, before like I'll move on. And so to I'm be just fair, out. there's a really long time between the first two gyms. It's like, yeah. yeah. No. Well, cause you get, you get to the big like Paris city, and then you can't even go to the gym there yet. You have to, yeah, you have to kind of bypass Wait, that. whoa, 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 whoa. Paris? That's like yeah, Saint, like, yeah. It's got Saint the Eiffel Tower in it, dude. No, yeah, it's like St. Petersburg. Stop being stupid, Josh. Wait, no, hold up. What city has the Eiffel Tower? Paris. Paris. St. Petersburg, Russia. That's am I what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a Russian thing. 
Like last time it was New York. <laughs> This time it's, it's St. Petersburg and Russia. That would explain all the thing. big Russian hats, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and the words. The and he's, and yeah, the professor about. goes, Tre bien, like in Russian. <laughs> yeah, like that famous Russian phrase. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's drinking vodka. <laughs> Dostoevsky. Come on, guys. Jeez. Am I, like, what is, I'll just keep going. I'm, You're playing a different game. I think I am. Um, Everyone's so depressed in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's talking about, like, all these really, like, far-out concepts. I can't even start talking about them, man. <laughs> they're these um, brothers? Oh, man. That is a literary reference. <laughs> so, I think one of the big things that, that surprised me so far, apart from just how great the, the online interaction is, is how, like, streamlined they've made the game. Um, you get the rollerblades really quick. You have the experience share, which is like amazing compared to the oh experience share in any of the other games. Right. Um, there's a variety of Pokemon right out of the gate. I mean, you you can have caught like 15 different kinds before you even get to the first gym. With yeah. all the major types represented. Right. Yeah. I mean, enough, yeah. I mean, in like the original, you know, red and blue is like if you picked. I'm trying to think. The first gym is rock. So, like, basically, yeah. So, if you picked fire, I mean, you were kind of screwed for the first gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, because there was nothing you could... I mean, bug there Pokemon, was. I guess. No, no. There was... You could get Mankey. Could you get Mankey before the first gym? Yeah, in Viridian City. If you ever go on off to the side of Viridian City, like, right before the Elite Four... Okay. You could get Nidoran and Mankey. Okay. So, that so that would do it. Okay. But, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. The point is that, yes... Like, that was not a very well, like, largely known thing. That was still, like, the, in this game, you, like, it was, between every gym, you could have a new team. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and that's, it's overwhelming, and it's confusing, and, like, because, like, everyone's favorites are represented, like, pretty early on. Like, fucking Riolu. Yeah. Like, like they, they made a huge, th- yeah, Pikachu, they made a huge thing out of getting Riolu early in Black and White too. but, like... That <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting so excited. I got the poker fever. <laughs> but it's you know like every like Ralts you you can get that super early. You can get Abra super early. They're two of my favorites. You can you get this. Oh, I don't have any Abras. Where maybe they're exclusive to? No, you're all playing. No, X. no we're all we're playing X. Yeah. Where the, the hell is Abra? Right it's, outside that that Paris city when you, that route route five. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going back there. They're they're not very common. I've seen two, and of course they only know teleports. You oh, know, I might have. Sleep. I might actually have like three. Oh man! So I love one. them. I Give love them. Uh, yeah, sure. As long as I can make sure I haven't traded all of them away. But yeah, okay. I have one, Zach. We'll trade after. Because I don't. I don't have any sleep moves yet, so I'm like, well, maybe I can paralyze it, and then its teleport will fail, and I can try to catch it that way. I no, just no, used no, a quick just, ball just, and got it. Oh yeah, I, I use quick balls. Well, I don't have a quick ball yet. Oh, yeah, they where do you buy those? They, they gift you. Somebody gives you three of them. In, Where? Uh, in, in the main in the main city, I think, right, Josh? The, I think it's the yeah, main city. So. On the buildings on the second floor, they give you quick ball and timer balls. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll, have, I'll, have to, I'll have to talk around and, and get that. Okay, Spoiler. cool. Yeah, I just threw a great ball at it, and it shook twice, and then he teleported away. Guys, I'm going to go play Pokemon. Yeah, so. cancel the segment. I got to go. <laughs> See, this is why I took my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Kim, I'm still Shut up, Josh. I'm, just, I'm not listening to you. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a Pokemon master. I can't hear you all the way down there in Pallet. Squirtle. Um but then but then the experience share is great too, because I mean you can pretty I mean seamlessly just throw like a few low level Pokemon, not even ones that you're planning to use, but just ones you want to evolve for like your Pokedex. Just throw them in your party and never use them and yeah. then bam, like they level up, they evolve, and then you can throw them out of there and then do the same thing again. 
with different Pokemon. I mean, it's really great. It's basically how I'm building my secondary team. Yeah. I mean, I guess those for, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, the experience share back in the day. I mean, it used to be the kind <laughs> of thing where you... Yeah, way back in my but day. It, but it was uh, like, it was like, what, 15 years ago? Shut up. No, I don't want to hear that. The experience share was in the first... Was it was like the last right? item you got. Yeah. And what it would yeah. do is it would divide the experience evenly between, like, your whole party, right? Because Pokemon couldn't hold items yet. Yeah. Isn't that, right. isn't that what it would do? And then eventually you could... It was an item that a Pokemon would hold, and mm-hmm. then he would just get, like, half the experience. And now now you hold it... Or you just have it. You just turn it on. And your main Pokemon who fights still gets the total experience, and then everybody else gets half of that total. Why they would each, you... They each get half. Why it's would amazing. you ever turn it off? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like... To even have the option is just stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Well, actually, I, I I turned it off like literally right before right before you, you told me to turn it off. Why? Because all my Pokemon are evolved, and now I'm just at the point where like I want to train them each individually, make them oh. feel a little bit more loved. Well, that's actually my complaint was like because they all just do it. I mean, I don't feel like in a really like lame way. I don't feel as connected to my party because they just keep leveling up and like evolving and i was really upset when all of a sudden my starter was evolving and i was like wait no i, I barely i, wasn't <laughs> I barely know you <laughs> yeah stay, stay I, mean, I, I went out of my way i went out of my way because his delphox i got my delphox and i turned off my share and then i got my guard of war and then i got my blastoise each one at a time and that's like i, I don't know like they are three pokemon i know will be in my party for a while <coughs> excuse me Again, poker fever, guys. I got it bad. I got oh. my I got my chestnut, Pidgeot, uh, Blaziken, and um, Blastoise within about three fights of each other. It yeah, was yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's and that's that's something that actually I I know I'm probably going to write about later. Is like I was complaining of that how there's so many Pokemon, there's so many different team. Uh, like when we interviewed. Um, the director, he was like, oh, well, we want their, everyone to have a different team. Like, we want to give everyone all these options. And I, at the time, I'm, like, thinking, okay, so he's going to add in a few more. No, this is, like, a fucking magical land where <laughs> all your favorite Pokemon have come out for a tea party, and you're invited, and you can do whatever right. you want. And, I, mean, not, I mean, even the, the three original starters is just amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good to see them again. And yeah, and it's it's phenomenal. And like the fact is that like you know I did I have had most of my team for the same amount of time, and they're all growing at the same time. And there's like a strange emotional connection I'm getting to that. And like yeah, Pokemon and me like is a, another thing, but it's like that pales in comparison to, to like seeing. I haven't all tried your, your... that yet. Oh really? You should. It's it's okay. some of the the puzzle is super fun. Yeah. Oh, there's a puzzle. Well, there's a yeah. couple, there's like three mini games, and then I'm obsessed oh, okay. with getting five stars in them all, so. Yes, yeah, same here. <laughs> means I can you, can you do that at any time? Yeah, yeah, just go to Pokemon and me, and then go to the games. Oh, okay. For those of you who didn't know, this is also uh, a walkthrough, so. Yeah, teach you, teach you Pokemon. <laughs> Don't do it our way, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you guys, did you guys all get the Torchic? Yeah. 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 Hell Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. Oh, there's a Wi-Fi event until January where if you can, uh, get a mystery gift, they give you a Torchic with Blaziknight, which means it can Mega Evolve. Oh, okay. I need yeah. to do that. Well, I mean, you, um, you, you got till January. Yeah, I yeah, guess I have rush. some time. That's true. I actually finally just got mine today. So. <laughs> I built my team around that Torchic, so I got the, I got the whatever the grass starter is, because I knew I was going to have a Torchic, oh, yeah. and then Ch- I got Ch- the Squirtle. Oh, yeah. 
Well, see, I got Delphox and Squirtle because I love them. I love them so much. <laughs> I chose Chespin even though he's my least favorite, and I typically don't like grass Pokemon, but I knew I was going to be getting Charmander for sure, and then everyone seemed like they were going Froakie, so I was like, well, I'll just do something different, I guess. Um, and then I was, and then I, without really reading about what he like becomes, and he just becomes like slow, and he's a fighter, and eventually, and I don't know, I'm not in, in love with him, but I'll do. I love my Fennekin, who has now evolved into was it Bra- Braxton? Braxton? I'm not really good at pronouncing these things. I don't know. I can't pronounce it either. Yeah, who knows? I, I feel like Chestnut's probably not going to be in my final team because Grass is weak against everything in the world. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, yeah. I, I got a quick question for everyone. Yeah. Who nicknames their Pokemon? Nope. Nope. I used to be really into nicknaming, and the problem is, as I was really close to doing it again, like naming them after like pets and favorite characters from things, but I never know who's going to stick around my party, and then by the end of these games, I have like five different characters in the box with the same name, because I'm like, well, I don't like you anymore, and I found a better Pokemon, but I like that name, so I'm just going to reuse the name. It just gets stupid. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to name anyone now, and then when I'm set on what I'm doing, maybe I'll go like, you know, to the name reader or whatever and change the names. Yeah, it's true. So. This, you don't have to dedicate yourself to it. Right. What about you, Josh? Are you a nicknamer? Yes. Like it's hardcore. Like I'll do into it. I really <laughs> am. But it's like, I'm across the board. Like, I named some after friends. I named some, I try to like, out pun the Pokemon guys. Some of them oh, I'm God. just like, I just you know, some of them used to be like, "Fuck you, I'm a Scraggly or whatever <laughs> that name is." Like I would just name them that, and sometimes I like will name them after like friends or whatever. And it's I I, <coughs> I nickname everyone that I use, like that I want <laughs> to use. Yeah, that's that's what I've done in every single game across the board. But I'm I'm waiting on this one because I know inevitably I'm going to be changing out Pokemon once I find better things. So. Yeah, no, Josh um, is so into it. He would literally, like, because we used to work, t- like, actually together on, like, at, back in college, and he would just, like, push black and white in my face and be like, look at this one's name, isn't that funny? And it's like, ah. Uh. <laughs> and he's like, this one's named after you, Kim, okay. Yeah, that would be, that was Mr. Mime, though, so. I don't believe, I believe that you weren't too thrilled with how funny I found that. No. Jinx would have been good, too. <laughs> Yo, if Kim were Jinx, I think she might actually, like, murder me. <laughs> I knew where he lived, so, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised Jinx hasn't gotten an evolution yet, frankly. Yeah, really? Really? Because so many people love Jinx. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, the Pokemon, doesn't have an evolution. How could that possibly be? I honestly don't think they care if people like it. I think just after a while, they give things evolution. So I am surprised Jinx doesn't have one yet. Yeah. A mega, mega evolution. No. Oh, God. Mega oh, evolution God, Jinx. No. What do you guys <laughs> think of mega evolutions? Well, I haven't gotten any oh, yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, you haven't either, Josh? No, I'm still in Reflection Cave. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, so you're probably the only one. So have you gotten one, Zach? I've gotten, like, three. Oh, okay. How do you like it, then? You tell us. I think they're kind of, you know, they're there. Yeah. They only, you can only, if you have a party of any more than one Pokemon, you can only use one Mega Evolution per fight. So How does, how does a Mega Evolution work? Okay, so you have to find the stone that's named after the Pokemon. Sure. And how then do you do that? Assert, well, well, you just find them. People give them to you. Well, oh, I was okay. going to say, you get one when you pick your second, yeah, like, starter. He gives you the the stone for your, like, whatever one you right, pick. Right, Blastoisenite or whatever it is. Wait, yeah. does yeah, it really? Did I? Was yeah. I drunk during that? Yeah, he gives and you the, that, because I've got, he gave me, like, Charizard. Yeah. Guys, I, I can't, whatever. I, 
I can't drink in Journey anymore. It's just not working <laughs> for me. I'm almost like, where, like, you know how we're supposed to be researching Mega Evolution? So I'm like, what is there to research? The rock is named after the Pokemon. Like, yeah, right. Right. like I just got an Ampharosite. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder who this goes with. <laughs> but but so, James, so what, obviously. So what, in a battle, you use it like an item and then it... it no, you. it's in... not an item. Your Pokemon has to hold it. Okay. Um, so it can't be holding anything else, which is kind of a shame. Yeah. Um, but you click fight, and then there's a big obvious icon that says Mega Evolution. <laughs> and you click that, and then you click your attack, and it goes through some big fancy transformation animation, and then it's like, you know, Char- Blastoise Mega Evolved into Mega Blastoise. I, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I... And it's really just a stat boost. Right, it just, like, increases damage. And then what, does he go back to looking normal, or does he stay that way for the rest of the fight? Stays that way the rest of the fight. And does the extra damage and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's like I, steroids. I, yeah, it, it, it kind of is. is. It's poke-steroids. They, they they, I think they look silly. Like, when they show the Mega Evolutions, when they show the Mega Evolutions of, like, the three, you know, those three, like, Blastoise just looks kind of dumb. He has, like, eight extra cannons all over him. It just kind of yeah. looks kind of silly. You know. Maybe that's why they hid all these, like, rocks everywhere and stuff, because the Pokemon, like, back in ancient times were like, no, we don't need this anymore. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is bad for I just, us. I feel yeah. like the Mega Evolutions were somebody at the Pokemon company was like, can they have another form after the right. third one? And people were like, no, let's just make it a stat boost. Yeah, like a temporary thing. Okay, so, but you can only you, you can only use one per battle. So yeah, if you so you did can't it with have a Mega Charizard and a Mega Blaziken. Okay, you know, hey, it's just hey too guys. much Mega. Hey, I, uh, I I I grew up watching both Pokemon and Digimon, and why would you I watch Digimon? screw Digimon? Guys, yeah. Digimon is amazing. It's on Netflix. Get out of here! Shut up! Incorrect. Guys. <laughs> There's a right and wrong answer here. I'm going to defend it because, and even, (laughs) and I will say this, I'll go into it for a hot second. Digimon World Dusk and Dawn, actually pretty great games. Just saying that. They were games for the DS that nobody played but me, but still. Um, But, so I'm saying, what I'm saying is that when I was a kid and I saw the Mega Evolutions in Digimon, my brain exploded. And now that I'm like an adult, I say like because, let's be honest, but the Mega Evolutions still kind of make my brain explode because... It is like you like there was this definitive end in our minds. Like for you know, again, more than a decade, I'm sure all four of us thought Charizard. That's that's it. Like, what do you? How do you go past Charizard? Yeah. And now, literally, it's called Salamance. Boom. <laughs> uh, but within the last year, Pokemon Company just straight up went, "Hey guys, so you know what's after Charizard?" Mega Charizard <laughs> dropped that and literally just walked away. They dropped the mic and walked away. And now I'm still like drawing the floor. I'm like, you can do that? Well, what's interesting to me is that Mega Charizard is different on X and Y. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, like at that same time, like they can just do that. Right. Because they, they did. And that's just kind of amazing to me. <laughs> Well, it's good, right? I mean, it shows that the the series uh, is like acknowledging its time span and, and it's it's evolving itself in a way, uh, the, the, po- the Pokemon to kind of do new things, and that's good. I mean, why not? Yeah, I agree with you. Well, there's already like a billion new moves you have to learn, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I can't understand the fairy type. What's it strong against? What's it weak against? <laughs> yeah, I keep ty- getting blindsided the, by that. And the type matching generally seems to have been renegotiated a little bit. Yeah, a little bit to make room for the fairies. 
stuff. <laughs> to make room for the fairies. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because I have this, I have this like big gap in how much of the series I've played beyond what was in the original like red and blue. I don't know what's like. I get dark, and I'm like, I don't know what you're good against. And I know dark's been around psychic. for a while. Dark yeah, was dark, dark was made to uh, nerf psychics because okay. remember in red and blue, you basically raise an Alakazam, teach it psychic, and then win. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was that in Dragonite. If you had an Alakazam and a Dragonite, pretty yeah. much no one could yeah. stop you. Unless they had Which, a Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah. Um So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about kind of how much of the series we've played and where we kind of place X and Y compared compared to the other games. So real quick for me, I mean Red and blue are probably the last two that I played to completion. Oh maybe, maybe, maybe gold and silver I did. Maybe, but I can't, I can't really remember. But red and blue, like, I adored. I mean, I, I, I love oh, yeah. those games. Um, but with each, each entry, I've kind of just like, you know, it's kind of the same thing and it, they just haven't really grabbed me the same way. And plus then, you know, I'm like older. I don't have anyone to trade with anymore. Um, we don't have battle me, with. I, have, I do me. have you. That's true. I could have just... It's so sad. We lose all our friends as we get older. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, when you have to rely on, like, a link cable and, and doing these things in person, it's like, well, I lost that sort of competitive and cooperative element that I loved so much in Red and Blue when I was a kid. Um, and then, I, you know, I got back on Black and White, and I got maybe about halfway through, and it still just didn't... I don't know. It just kind of failed to really grab me. But I find with X and Y, like, I'm completely back in. I mean... I'm like I'm I'm gun gun ho about this. Like all I want to do is play Pokemon every minute I can. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a big part of that is just the online stuff and how easy it is to to like cooperate with people and 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 make friends that way and trade and battle and all these things. It, it's that element I've been missing for so long, and it's so seamless in the experience. I mean, you just enable your internet and then like bam, you can just be playing and then see your friend signed on and then just like go straight to battling them. Yeah. Um. And it's so cool. I mean, it, it's like it's perfect. It's it's what I want. It's what I've been missing. I've done so, that quite a bit with uh, T.R. Brody from the uh, yeah Twitter and forums. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And like you can give people, you know, those um, what are they? The O O attacks uh, or O powers? O powers. Yeah. I do that obnoxiously like, though. <laughs> you like give them <laughs> to people or use them? No, I give them to people. Like I'll just wonder trade with somebody, and then for like three hours, I'll just be like, "Oh, you're still online." Prize money, speed stat. <laughs> and like, I know one guy got pissed off because he tried to do the same thing to me, but I'm like, you can't. Like, I, it's, it's all good. Like, I love this. But it, he would just keep doing special defense because I think he might have thought that might have been the most useless one. Uh-huh. So, Maybe he didn't have the others yet. That special to... defense is after a while, though. You get that O power, like, you have to go through. The, it doesn't matter. Point <laughs> is, By the way... Like, uh, Wonder trading is awesome. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a fucking gamble, but it is awesome. Well, it's, it's it fun is the for that. best gamble. Yeah. Somebody gives you a shot of something and you're going, it's either guess you're going to do the shot or not. That is the yeah. best way I can describe it at the moment. Because you don't, no, if you have Pokemon you don't care about, just wonder trade it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, oh, I caught the wrong gender. Damn, well, bye. Wonder trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's just so great. It's just a smart game. I mean, the, and the presentation, too. I mean, I love the stuff they've taken into, like, 3D, the, the shifting camera angles, the, the 3D models. The battles look great. That first uh, cave, that first cave, I yeah. loved that first cave. See, I haven't even been in the first cave yet. I'm excited. Oh, my God. They, it's completely redone. The cave, that cave is completely redone. Do you mean the you connecting can't... cave or the, clit, the glittering cave? 
the whatever, the living room cave. Yeah, the glittering one. The, that one's cave. the one glittering cave, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where you it's like you can't see more than five feet in front of you and yeah. it's like kind of over the shoulder and it's Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. And it's I so pretty. Really, like, I mean it, it glitters. <laughs> it, no, I mean it's so pretty, but also like it's a well done cave. Like it's not like the other caves where you like, you know, it's over like you can kind of see everything even with flash. You can't see more than five feet in front of you, and I think that's <laughs> beautifully done. It would have been so, nice if the 3D was activated during that little segment. Ah, forget it. I don't, even, I don't, I even don't care, care either. I really don't. I really don't care. The first cave is completely 3D, like when you enter it. Yeah, connecting cave, well, right? No, no, you, not oh. the connecting cave, the glittering cave, like when you go Oh, yeah, in, yeah, you, yeah. You, well, you can turn on the 3D and it's no. in 3D? No, wait. No, there's, th- there's 3D for, not, for the glittering cave. There is? Yeah. I thought oh. it was just battles were in 3D. I thought it too. No. There's certain areas that, like, if you look, like, your little 3D thing, like, will light up when you're inside Glittering Cave, and then the whole, oh. like, yeah. Huh. Tune in next week for walkthroughs with us, part two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where I'm at. We're, like, X and Y right now are right there with Red and Blue. Probably, I I don't know if I'll like them better in the end. We'll see. But I, it's I'm totally back into this. But, Zach, what about you? Where do you consider X and Y at this point? I actually, uh, I'm in the middle of, well, towards the end of writing a blog post about this, turning into a very lengthy blog post. Um, so I got red and blue when they first came out, and I beat the hell out of it. I got a complete Pokedex with, with my brother because he got blue and I got red. And then I got Pokemon Yellow, and I beat that. Uh, and then I got Gold and Silver, and they blew my mind. Uh, and That's I got a complete Pokedex with that, thanks to my brother getting silver and me getting uh, gold. Uh we ended up getting crystal, but I didn't love it. I don't know why. Um, something about it didn't uh, hit me. Then I skipped uh, Ruby and Sapphire. I don't know why anymore, but I've heard they're kind of shitty. They are. In retrospect, yeah. But I did get Fire Red and Leaf Green. And I beat Fire Red, and I just used Leaf Green to get trades. Um and then I was getting kind of franchise fatigue, but it was a while until Pearl and Diamond came out. I got Pearl, and I fell right back in. I got a, I didn't get a complete Pokedex, but I sank my whole life into that game. It was an illness. Um, and then Platinum came out, and I reviewed that for the site, and I beat it, but I didn't try to do anything else with it. Uh, and then there was Heart Gold. People, Heart Gold is the best Pokemon game. Well, I mean, Soul Silver, but yeah. Heart Gold and Soul Silver, whatever. Um, <laughs> that is the best one. There, even X and Y can't can't compete with that. When I say I sank my life into Pearl, I really sank my life into Heart Gold. I carried that everywhere. I carried the Pokewalker everywhere. I used it all the time. I take longer walks with my wife specifically to get a surfing Pikachu. <laughs> okay, I got a living goddamn Pokedex in that game, which is an achievement for a Pokemon person. Um, uh, and then after that, I put it up. I said, I'm pretty much done with Pokemon because I've done all you can do. And then I got black, and, you know, I played through black, and... It it was not my favorite by any means, um, especially the kind of the post-game stuff where it just ramps up in difficulty like 90 degrees. 
Um, and then I got Black 2 for on sale for 15 bucks, and I didn't even touch it. I only play it when I'm downloading an event Pokemon. Uh, and then X and Y came out, and I am falling right back in that hole. So that's where I'm at. All right. Well, there you go. And the Coliseum games were in there somewhere. I mean, stadium games, and then, of course, Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah, the stadium games were good. This would be a perfect time to launch that, like, Wii U Pokemon game, if it's really going to just be a Pokemon Stadium game. I want that, like, ASAP. Um, so, well, you know, actually, we don't even really need it anymore, honestly. With the 3DS, how connected it is yeah, online exactly. and everything, and how great it looks, it's, it's, it's not, not as essential. Better, yeah. yeah, it's not as essential as it was back in the day. Um, Kim, what about you? I mean, for... Hmm. I I mean, originally, like, going back, like, my favorite game was uh, Pokemon Yellow. I'd never even had, like, uh, red or blue. My sister had red, and I was so jealous. And then one birthday, I got yellow, and my life changed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Um, and, you know, I, I had silver. I don't remember, like, anything about it. In fact, I kind of forgot I even had it until recently when I was going through old stuff, and I was like, oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> 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 and the rest of the games are kind of a blur until, because I didn't really play, uh, uh, I didn't play the Platinum one, I didn't play Diamond Pearl, and and then I finally really got back in it with Black and White, and I, I mean, I loved it, because I hadn't played Pokemon so long, so it was just like, all of a sudden everything I loved at once, plus, I mean, people tell me that the games I didn't play were like going off in like different ways, and that Black and White was kind of like the return to the original stuff, more so. I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's true or not. That's just what people told me. Um, but I liked it. It was basically like, for me, it was like Pokemon Yellow vamped up. (laughs) 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 And so it was like all I did for a while. Um, yeah. Black White 2, I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was, I was pacing someone on the game and they were like, oh, wait up for me. And then they got a different game and stopped playing and then I never picked it up again. <laughs> well, the problem is it's kind of the same game. You even visit yeah. the same cities. Well, I just was like, I hung out in the Poké Studios for like forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I remember that was the big addition, wasn't it? Yeah. You can make so, a movie now. I'm pretty sure if I turn it on again, that's where my character is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, like this game, it, I just love it because it's it is. It's really different, but it's different in all the best ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah. really, I got to play it a lot more. But it's it's gearing up to be one of my favorites. Um, I'm I haven't really found anything that is a deal breaker for me yet in this game. And just everything that's new is just like yes, like you get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Josh, what about what about you? All right, I'm gonna sum this up real quick. It goes hard gold soul silver because best games, like best Pokemon games ever made. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Poke of Fever. Um, then red and blue slash uh, fire red leaf green because I love them both equally. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna say X and Y because I'm in the heat of it. <clears throat> because like I really like, uh, or at least at the time, I really like black and white. Because it really did give a nice kickstart, or a nice reboot to to Pokemon. It did a world of good for it. Um, and, and We may uh, have to debate this on another segment, Josh. No, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Because, like, I like right now, X and Y is, is number three. But, I mean, I really did enjoy Black and White. 
Right, and uh, Black and White 2 is the one I didn't finish. Because <laughs> um, I got the team I wanted, and I'm like, I'm halfway through the game. I don't really need to finish it to feel good about myself. And um, that's everything else. I don't think it really matters. Everything else is just underneath it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, Pokemon Troze. Guys, why is that not a number one? <laughs> Pokemon. What about the mystery Tro- dungeon games? <laughs> Three in a row, and you're ready to go. Plus, no one's even mentioned Pokemon Snap. I mean, I, that's. I kind did. Of- I was literally just about oh, to say, yeah, I want to play did. that right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's like the best Pokemon game. Wait, guys, was when I was talking about like closing my game, I was playing Pokemon Snap. Like, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own X. <laughs> yeah. What? Pokemon X, we're talking about Pokemon Snap, either we finished it once, so it's an X, or we're halfway done, which is a Y, right? <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite Pokemon Snap story is that the, wasn't that game director asked why there's no Pokemon Snap uh, 2, and he's like, well, we couldn't come up with any new uh, new ideas, and I thought, yeah. that's really rich coming from the Pokemon I know. guy. Yeah, right. Also, it's like, straight up, it's a freaking... The Wii U controller can be a camera. Like, just yeah, use the Wii U and pick, use it like a camera. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm the, I'm the one who asked him that, but he did it so straight-faced. And I'm like, no, but, like, he did, yeah, he like, did say, like, <laughs> he did say that they didn't, like, yeah, they didn't have anything really new. And, like, in his defense, yes, it would pretty much just be Pokemon Snap, but, like, with a few new mechanics. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah I'm that's sure fine. everyone would be, but it's, like, at the same time, look at each Pokemon game. There are huge differences between them, even though it's the same, like, it is the same basic structure. And like, Well, there's, think, a, there's additions made each time, mostly because the hardware allows it. I mean, the core yeah. gameplay basically remains the same, but they do, they are able to do new things as the hardware evolves, I think. Yeah, I don't know, I feel like it's, I'm, I'm one of, I have one of the loudest cries for a new one, but at the same time, like, I did ask him, like, Point blank. I'm like, let's, like, are we going to have a new one? We all want it. And he was like, no. And so I have to respect his wishes at the same time. <laughs> but I just also feel like, you know, look at, like, other game series, like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts that are just releasing HD versions of the same game. Or Wind Waker HD. Like, just people are buying it. Just release yeah. another Pokemon Snap. Like, it will be more different than those games are. I mean, if you're worried about being too similar, those games re- are similar. Just remake Pokemon Snap with modern character models. Yeah, and just use the Wii controller or something. Just I don't really see how it's so much different than just, you know, making sharper images of old games and re-releasing yeah. them. It only takes the, six months to develop. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Wind Waker proved it, yeah. The uh, the virtual console version of Pokemon Snap's great because they added in the ability to send pictures to your friends. I need to get that because Pokemon Snap looks like crap on my TV now. Yeah, well, it doesn't look great on the virtual console either, but, um, yeah. And they probably won't now because it. Well, I don't know. I guess it, I guess it won't be all stretched out. It'll it'll display correctly, I think. But, yeah. um. So, all right. Well, I think that will about do it. So I no, guess. Wait. Oh wait, what? Let's, you have something else? Let's talk about who our primary teams are. Oh God. If you know the right, quick, let's just quick because this has been, we've been we've been talking for a long time. Yeah, let's make it quick. Go ahead, all Zach. All right. Okay, mine is a uh, chestnut. Terrible name. Uh, but he's going to go by the wayside pretty soon because he kind of blows. Um, Blastoise, Blazekin, uh, a Pikachu. Um, was that five? Oh, and Pidgeot. 
Okay. I think that was just, I think that's five. Oh, you only have five shit. right now. You're, um, oh, Lucario. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, Kim, what about you? Um, well, uh, oh gosh, how do you pronounce it? The Brazkin? Brazkin? Okay, whatever Fennekin evolves again? the do- Whatever oh, Fennekin evolves. Shut up. I don't have the third one yet. It's the second guy. Oh, okay, guy. so you're the second one, yeah. <laughs> Firmly the second guy. Uh, Snorlax, um, Hanage, uh, uh, Venusaur, because I actually decided to grab a grass type for once. <laughs> and, uh, and Pidgeot. Nice. Josh? Um, Alakazam, Blastoise, Gardevoir, uh, Delphox, Crobat, and the fifth one is up for debate. Right now it's Absol, just because I've never had one, and this is actually an opportunity to have one and have it catch up with everybody. Because I do love Absol. It doesn't get enough love. I'm training a Hone Edge on my secondary team. He's pretty good so far. But yeah, he's a like sword! Him. He's a goddamn sword. <laughs> Which is why I wanted. I was like, steel ghosts, let's do this. <laughs> Guys, Golurk is a ghost robot. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any of the new Pokemon. <laughs> All right, sorry, yeah, Scott. Scott, that's I, why I love that so many of the. That's why I love that so many of the classics are back. Okay, so for me, uh, I don't know really all the names that that great, but so Chespin, whatever his second form is, um, Charmander, um, and then I have. Uh, Pidgeotto, and a Pikachu, and my fifth one right now is, oh, one of the first bug ones. Um, he involves into, like, a butterfly, of course. Is it the um, um, oh, it's this, the this. one who the first gym leader uses, right? Yeah, the Viva something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Viv- Vivarone, Viva something. <laughs> yeah, Viva. Yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm rocking that right now. And then, yeah, my sixth is kind of, I don't have a, a sixth really set yet. I'm just using that slot to, like, use the experience share and just evolve things right now for the Pokedex. Nice. I haven't found anything I'm in love with yet. I love so, how everyone's yeah. using Pikachu. It's like, I had him in my party, and then finally I was like, oh, I just need to, I just need to try something new. <laughs> I know. I, I thought it was funny. Everyone on Twitter was like, I, I got a Pikachu. And I was like, only in this newest game would people be excited about getting a Pikachu. Yeah, right. He probably he probably won't stick around for me, but he was he was nice. He takes a spot, and he had a type I didn't have. So. I actually leveled yeah. him up too much to the point where I was like, oh, my badge is not going to allow me to control him anymore. I should put him in that box. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I leveled yeah, him up three levels, and I never used him again. Like I was like, I want to use you, but I just don't care. It doesn't feel right. After level 50, you can evolve him into a Raichu, and then you'll have a super powerful Electric No, type. I don't want Raichu. <laughs> yeah, Raichu blows. It's Aww. like on Pokemon Yellow, I was like, I never evolved him. And also, that's the other thing. I had a hard time choosing which one I wanted, a Bulbasaur, a Squirrel, or Charmander, because me with, you know, Pokemon Yellow is my background, I never had to choose. You get them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can get them all in this game, too. Well. Well, just by trading, right? No, you can catch them later on. What? I've... I've heard that you can catch them later on. I'm just saying really? I've heard this from people who have been like... Ermagerd. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the rumor mill. Can we get a sound effect for a mill? Because that's what this is. Rumor mill! <laughs> a, a, a Google mill sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well that that will really do it. So if you can't tell, we're all pretty in love with this game. Um, <laughs> if for some reason you're like one of five people who's not playing it right now, who listens to a dedicated Nintendo podcast, uh, give it a shot. Whether you're kind of burnt out in the series like I was, or you've been a, a long-time fan like I guess pretty much everyone else was, um, or maybe you just haven't jumped in before, I, I think this is, it kind of like, hits perfectly for every group, no matter where you kind of fall. It, mm-hmm. It's really 
amazing that it's been able to accomplish that, but that seems to be the case right now, at least. Um, so, Zach, Kim, Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. We're going to talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 And that will do it for episode 107 of Connectivity. As always, you can send us listener mail to connectivity and uh, If you haven't already, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. That would be great. And follow all of us on Twitter. Go to NintendoWorldReport.com, look for the Twitter sidebar on the right-hand side of the page, and you'll find all the staff usernames there. We'll see you next week.